At Consumer Cellular, you get the same exact coverage as the largest carriers, but for up to half the cost. Same thing, up to half the cost. Up to half the cost for the same thing. 50% the money for 100% the same thing. I hope I'm making myself clear. Consumer Cellular. When freedom calls, we're here to answer. Call us at 1-888-FREEDOM. Half the cost savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single-line 5GB data plan with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single-line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plan offered by T-Mobile and Verizon May 2023. Welcome back to the Two Guys Named Chris Show. Lisa Lanier, our official attorney, is on here. She's going to lawyer up in a second. I will say today I will be in an attorney's office because it's closing day on the new house. Oh. And I was just saying that my day today is this. Uh, right after the morning show, I go to the new house for the final walkthrough, mm-hmm. which means if I walk through it and see. That's right. The final walkthrough. And if I walk through it and see something I don't like. I'm not moving in that here. That queers the deal. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What you, if you go on the final walk. Oh, my God. Saying, yeah. Could you, would you be able to put like a mouse in your pocket and drop it? <laughs> what in the name of heaven is this? <laughs> Vermin. I'm not scared of mice. We're out. Is that a termite? We're out. I saw a woman the other day that had a, a mouse drop on her in the car. She saw the mouse in the car, like above her, and it dropped on her. Right. You'll know the moment. Mouse hanging in my car. <laughs> oh, my God. That's when it dropped on her. That'd be my reaction. Yeah, me too. That's exactly what I would sound like. And uh, maybe, oh, you know what I should take in my pocket? A termite. Grab grab a termite. You just drop it with a tweezer? Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Honey, we're not moving. So I go there for the final walkthrough. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 45 minutes there, then zip to the attorney's office, sign all the papers. Cut the cocaine up. Cut the cocaine. (laughs) Sleep with the mistress. Correct. (laughs) Then right after I sign the papers, I race back to the house. Helicopter following you the whole time. (laughs) Away. Woo, woo, woo. Sell the guns. That's right. Train of cars. I'm meeting a painter. Okay, meeting the painter. And I can't go in the house. He's got to do some painting before we move in. And I can't go in the house until after all the money clears. And my realtor will text me the moment the money clears and say, go in the house. <laughs> this is my day. Today. Clock's ticking. You're looking at your watch, yeah, waiting to walk in. supposed to do. Exactly. This should be your song for the day. Make right. the pasta sauce. Keep stirring the pasta. Stay off the phone. Mm-hmm. That's right. Talk to the attorney. Go to the attorney's office. Do the walkthrough. Drop the termite. <laughs> Tell the wife. Is that when you get the key at the, the lawyer's office? You get the key at the lawyer's office. I race back. I meet the painter. I got it. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> But not until, not until it's my house can I go in. So he'll tell me, get all these rugs out of here. Chuck him with the blood on it. Get it out. Do I look like somebody who walks on rug? What Harwood's in here today? You go, go, go. I should have my representation there. Lisa Lanier, our official attorney of this program. There's my day today, Lisa, right there. Buying a new house today. That's exciting. Oh, it is exciting. Congratulations. Well, thank you. She may not know all the drama. <laughs> well, we've been going back and forth a no, little bit. Yeah, you know, we're not sure if we wanted it or not, but uh, it's happening today. We are now T-minus three hours, 56 minutes away, and I'm doing that final walkthrough today. Thank you for joining us, at always, as always, Lisa. There was an attorney, because Kelly and I used to have the same realtor, Lisa, and you, like you said, there's always an attorney that does the final paper signings and the filings. Mm-hmm. Is that all that that type of attorney does is real estate stuff? That's a good question, Lisa. Is that the case? 
Usually, yeah, usually you have closing attorneys who do a high volume of those, and you really want to specialize in doing something like that because you, you know it's not really worth it to just do it for one closing here and there. Mm-hmm. You, know, you have to send people to research the title history and stuff, and so you want to do that on a higher volume. Is that a stress-free so type of law? Yeah, that seems like it wouldn't be as stressful as something like what you do, Lisa. Is that the case? I, yeah, I think it is probably pretty, you know, as, as uh, things go. The one thing that they have a little stress over is all the monies are wired and you know it's a lot of money sometimes especially in a commercial real estate transaction if they get Mm. one digit off and they wire it to the wrong account it can be (laughs) one okay okay i just wired money yesterday one stressful moment in their day that's the one stressful moment i think well i just i just i i wired the money yesterday and uh, it's gone. I mean, Western Union? Yep. Transfer. Those zeros. Stop. And believe you me, they did. They looked very closely at those numbers. They were like, go over this number in time. Then they showed me the numbers oh, yeah. in the computer screen. Make sure this is exactly right. And there's long digits and everything. You know? Do you have any reading glasses? And I couldn't. That's true. I think and somebody's I- waking up this morning going, my God, I'm rich. <laughs> I know. It's terrible. It's probably a bank. <laughs> that banker, that banker said, we have to get this number exactly right. And he goes, don't leave the office. I'm making copies. Do not stay in your seat right here. That's why they got good machines in that bank. <laughs> well, they're good. Good machines. machines. Now, the money I wired was Confederate. <laughs> <laughs> so it don't count. That's an old Andy, that's an old Andy Griffith episode. No Confederate money wire. Okay, Lisa, let's get to why you're on here with us today. Lawyer Up. We have this segment every week, Inside Legal Stories. This one is uh, really, I can't believe this guy has gotten away with this. His name is Miles McChesney, 36 years old. He was on a first date with a woman named Jennifer St. Clair. She was 33. She died. They were on his motorcycle. She fell into traffic and was struck by passing drivers nine times. Nine times. The motorcyclist, Miles McChesney, left the scene. He drove off. Miles. A person who witnessed it and a person who struck her with the car stopped. And when police officers arrived, state troopers arrived. This was in uh, late 2018. A policeman got there and he said, I saw a motorcyclist drive off. They had met on Tinder and were on their first date. And she was on the back of the motorcycle. Now, I don't know. All After all this has been done, the investigation has been done. The guy who did it, who had was on the motorcycle and left the scene, is not talking unless he gets full immunity. But it looks like they've investigated and nothing's going to happen to him. Is that right, Lisa? That is correct. The State Highway Patrol announced that they are not going to press any charges against him and that it is a closed case. Why in the world would they not press charges against somebody who knew that a woman fell off the back of his motorcycle, got run over nine times, and he leaves the scene? What's going on there? Oh, it's crazy. And this poor woman, she's a waitress in uh, Fort Lauderdale. Mm-hmm. She meets this guy on Tinder. It's their first date. She doesn't know it, but he's just gotten out of prison. Right. And she gets on the back of his motorcycle and falls off on Interstate 95. I mean, not just like on a back road, on yep. Interstate 95. Yep. And is run over, like you said, nine times. He did, he did pull over for a second, and he talked to one of the guys that you know was on the scene that ran over her. Mm-hmm. And the motorcyclist said to him, she's dead, and he drove off. <laughs> so what a, he's wow. just like, Jesus. What kind of person so there does is a, that? God. It, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Well, you know, my suspicion is maybe he'd been drinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe he was driving recklessly or something was the reason you know she fell off. I don't know, but he... He didn't want to get in trouble, and a lot of times people, and I think the fact that he was just recently released from prison, he might have been committing a parole violation of some sort or probation violation. Mm -hmm. So 
he took off, right, and they find him later. Her family is suing him for wrongful death, so mm-hmm. there is a civil suit pending. But as far as the criminal charges, and there is a statute in Florida that requires a motorist who has been involved in a crash to stop and render aid where there is a, a serious injury. But the Supreme Court of Florida a couple of years ago said in a similar case where a truck driver had someone fall out of the open door of his cab while he was moving uh-huh. and died and he didn't stop. And this went to the Florida Supreme Court, and they said the wording of the statute requires a crash. And where someone falls out of your vehicle, that is not a crash. So under that statute, in a very technical reading of that statute, there's no crash. And so there's no charge. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. I mean, so if he had just zipped on and just like, oh, she fell and just gone. So he didn't leave the scene of an accident because technically there There was was no no accident. accident. She just just let go. But they got to change the statute. Well, there was no crash. Yeah, the the statute says crash. And so, you know, I mean, it's pretty unusual, you would think, for someone to be involved in an accident that doesn't involve a crash. But I guess it happened. You know, here's a couple instances that have... Man. become pretty high profile and you know and he could have been charged let's say he had been drinking mm-hmm. they'd been on this date you know he could have been charged you know with a dui right but he left and they didn't and they they found him and they didn't test him so it was really bizarre mm. Man, that is crazy but if the he wasn't it, would, yeah go ahead Dave. i was just gonna say if, if he hadn't been drinking mm. i mean if he'd have stayed there and the mm. cops came up and could they even charge him even then I mean, I mean, if if he not, wasn't drunk, no, I mean, no. if he had, he just right. If he wasn't drunk, he just yeah. dropped then, cargo. You know, somebody just falling off your motorcycle isn't isn't your fault. Right. I mean, you know, I think that's unless but, he pushed her off or something. There's they, no way. Yeah. What if they find a sh- that he has a shirt tucked in the bottom of his drawer that says, "If you can read this, the bitch fell off." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think that uh, be the evidence. That <laughs> your Honor, smoking gun, yeah. Your Honor. <laughs> That's the first time right. that shirt would ever see the inside of a courtroom ever. What yeah. if he was yeah. wearing the shirt? <laughs> yeah. Mm. <laughs> Look, you had it on, man. Yeah. <laughs> We've got you on a highway cam. Yeah. <laughs> I told hey, you if you, if you can read it. I told you. You might uh, you might want to turn that shirt inside out. Good call. Yeah. No, I don't. Hey, they're not going to find that shirt because she was holding uh, that shirt no, 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 no. dead hand. It's the bottom of Biscayne Bay. <laughs> That's no. where he's seen later throw it in the bay. Oh my God! Do you think the family will collect in the civil suit, Lisa? I think they probably will. Yeah, I mean the the burden is is easier. You know, like in the O.J. Simpson where he was able to, you know, get off on the criminal charges, but the family got him for wrongful death. They just have to prove that it's probable that uh, he did something negligent. And I would think that, you know, he probably, Mm -hmm. um, they're going to get into where he was and what he'd had to eat and drink before and, you know, how fast he was going and some things like that. So I think they they can probably pin some negligence on Do you think this criminal ruling would go in most states, or is Florida one of the very few that would... If he left the scene of something like that, in most states, is that well, going to be crime? It really is just going to depend on the wording of the statute. And their statute is super precise here. Yeah. And usually, I think you're going to see wording that's more like leaving the scene of an accident, which this would have been an accident. So he would have been. It just depends yeah. on the wording of the statute, though. It is a precise reading of the statute. Well, well. Let's go to the next door. Also in Florida, down Delray Beach. Well, I've been there. You know Delray. Yeah. Uh, a guy from Pahokee, Florida, named Ray McDonald, who is a former All-Pro NFL lineman. You may have heard his name. Ray McDonald is his name. He left the NFL Team? a few years ago. I believe he played for, the. I want to say the Jaguars. Era? Uh, Mid-2000s? Okay. Yes. Anyhow, he was. Uh, he has been now, he's in trouble being sued 
because a couple of dogs that he owns, they're Corsos. I don't know what the, the breed of dog. Huh. Larger, 115-pound dogs. One's named Brutus. The other's named Tank. And uh, <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> right. Some uh, neighbors of his are suing not only him, but the Neighborhood Association. He lives in a community of 43 homes. And they're saying a couple of years ago, one of the dogs, Brutus uh, is the one in question here, attacked Brandon Susser forcing him to seek medical attention. And now the property owners association is being sued as well because others have come forward to say, yeah, this dog attacked me too. Apparently he lets the dogs out on the loose. Well, we're looking at the dogs now. Guilty. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Christy, excuse me. Christy, I've just Googled oh the dog. Oh my God. That's guilty. Guilty charge. Yeah, the dog. That's a dog? That's huge. Yeah. Where's the saddle? Oh my God. Exactly. Lisa. Yeah, they look like bulls. They do. Yeah. That's big dogs. Wow. There. Okay, they're tell, yeah, they're, tell, tell us what you think. Yes, <laughs> they're Italian. They're Italian mastiffs, and they uh, they ranged about a hundred to one hundred and ten pounds of just raw muscle, mm-hmm. and uh, they are they were bred in Italy as as uh, guard dogs and personal protection and law enforcement dogs. So these dogs are trainable. But this guy, uh, you know, he, Ray McDonald, he he's had a lot of legal troubles. He was kicked off of two NFL teams, one for a rape allegation, another for a domestic violence allegation. He, mm-hmm. he didn't, this neighborhood didn't want him to move in, mm-hmm. but he threatened that he was going to sue them. And uh, so he moved in and he lets these dogs, you know, apparently for over a year, just lets these huge dogs just roam all over the neighborhood. And his next door neighbor, has uh, his son, was attacked by one of these dogs, Brutus, and uh, he grabbed him by the leg shook him and drug him across the lawn. And uh, it was just, you know, it just went on and on. There were lots of complaints about it. Now McDonald has moved. He sold the house and he's kind of on the run from this lawsuit. He's trying to dodge service. So they're having a hard time serving him with process, which really makes it difficult to pursue the claim. They've also sued the homeowners association saying that they didn't enforce the rules. So I think, you know, I mean, with these dangerous dog cases, if they can pin him down and get service on him, I think they'll recover. Mm-hmm. And uh, they can possibly recover against the HOA as well, although that is more attenuated. And uh, it's interesting. These people had a successful lawsuit in 2018, very similar. Another dog, happens to be another Mastiff, attacked their other uh, son. Jeez. And uh, because he has a service dog, their other son is disabled mm-hmm. and he has a little service dog and this family sued because there was a, there was a prior attack. My God. So, then twice. Poor family in this neighborhood. I looked it up, by the way. I got it here. Uh, McDonald played from 2011 through 2016 with the 49ers and Bears. And she's right. Uh, he left under domestic abuse Yikes. allegations and all that stuff. Sounds like a bad guy. Mm-hmm. And I'll bet the HOA, I'm going to side with the HOA here because I bet they went to enforce the rules on him and uh, encountered Brutus. And they were scared. <laughs> right. right. Have a nice right. day. <laughs> okay, Mr. McDonald, if you need anything, okay. just let us know. Don't forget the yeah. luminaries coming up. <laughs> and these dogs, had pri- these dogs had prior histories of attacking people. When he lived in uh, California, they attacked people there. He was actually required, he was under an order from uh, local you know, animal control to wear a muzzle. And Brutus has since been put down. He was just oh, oh, Brutus. Oh. How's Tank doing? I guess Tank is Living still, still hanging in there, apparently. Tank's, Tank's, still... Tank's on the run with McDonald. <laughs> got a tattoo of Brutus's <laughs> on his shoulder. With a heart. <laughs> in memory of. Rip Brutus. <laughs> yeah. Brutus. Jeez. You know what? A... We'll do the luminaries for you. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll just uh, yeah, I'll, I'll just get some sand and the candles. <laughs> Don't do luminaries. <laughs> Those trash cans really should have been rolled. No, no, you know what? I'll do it. I'll do it. Leave it in there. <laughs>